from the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles, now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes! Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. The best performers from the second half of the 2023 fantasy season, right now on FFT and Five. And what's up, everybody? Adam and Jamie here. So, Jamie, we we just did a show about the best and worst second half performers. Do this one a little bit differently here. From weeks 10 through 18, I'm going to give you the top five. Uh, we'll do per game. Top five quarterbacks per game from weeks 10 through 18. And we'll do running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. So here's the list. And you tell me what stands out. Number one per game from week 10 on. Dak Prescott, then Lamar Jackson. Both of them over 27 points per game and six point per pass and touchdown leagues, which is incredible. Josh Allen, three. Joe Flacco, four. Jordan Love, five. What stands out to you? Jordan Love. You know, we have high expectations, I think, for... Josh Allen, you know, I, I think as the season was unfolding, you saw Dak Prescott perform at this level. And as we talked on the full length show, there's potential for him to do it again. Uh, Lamar Jackson's always going to be in that range when he's healthy. You expect him to do that. Flacco, you got to throw out just because of, you know, how, how his, you know, career is at this, is at this point, it was great, but not sustainable. Can Jordan love do that again? And that's the, uh, that's the fun part of it. You know, we've, we've talked a lot about his young receiving core. Can they develop and get better potentially? Can he continue to get better? And, you know, if he's in this range for a full season, he's going to be probably the best value at the position because he's going to get drafted right around 10th or later at quarterback this year. All right, let's take a look at the running backs, the top five running backs per game from weeks 10 through 18. Kyron Williams won at 24 points per game. Yeah, you could stop. That's the guy that stands out. <laughs> I'll read the other five, though, the other four anyway. McCaffrey, two, just behind him. Brees Hall, three. This is PPR, by the way. So Brees Hall had all those catches. Um, Isaiah Pacheco four and Jonathan Taylor five, but Kyron Williams, number one. Yeah. It's going to be probably the biggest, uh, storyline maybe for, for the first round, you know, is he a first rounder? Can he do it again? You know, I know you're already skeptical based on, uh, one of the previous shows that we did. I just finished writing, um, for the end of last week. So it's on the site already on cbsports.com after speaking to Kyron Williams and Puka Nakua, what's next for them in 2024 and for Williams, uh, I believe he's one of four running backs, certainly three, uh, with 200-plus carries for Sean McVay since he's been there. So Todd Gurley did it for three seasons. It's it's three running backs. Sony Michelle did it one season, and now Kyron. And so Cam Akers never had a 200-carry season there. So can Kyron sort of be closer to what Todd Gurley was, not with the same ceiling because he's not that type of player? but in terms of fantasy production, as opposed to the other guys there. And it's kind of been, you know, Sean McVay's system. When he's had a guy, he's leaned on guy. And so is he this 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 guy for them? So the offseason will be telling, you know, what they do in the draft, what they do in free agency, is they just, you know, sort of run it back with Ronnie Rivers and and, all, and the guys behind him. They bring back Daryl Henderson, something like that, Royce Freeman. Um, but if Kyron is locked into this role, then he should be a first-round pick. All right, let's take a look at the wide receivers now from weeks 10 on per game. Well, Dak Prescott was QB1, so CeeDee Lamb is wide receiver one. 27.2 points per game. Insane. Keenan Allen was number two at 22.9 points per game. So way behind CeeDee Lamb. Tyree How many Kill- games did he play, though? Well, it's per game. 
So, oh, how many games? Probably three or four. Yeah, he missed a lot of time. Let's see. Week. Uh, he missed 10. the last five games at least. Uh, he played five games in that okay. stretch. And then, you know, and then one of those games was without Herbert. Herbert got hurt in that game. Okay, anyway, uh, Lamb, Allen, Tyreek Hill, Amon Ross St. Brown, Nico Collins. Yeah, I mean, the, the last guy is the one that stands out. And what what can Nico do because of a portion of this? I believe Tank Dell was hurt in week 11 or 12. Um, a portion of this is what will happen when Tank Dell's back and can CJ Stroud do it again. I, I think, you know, you, based on our shows, and, and I'm certainly in this camp, you know, you believe in Nico Collins. He was somebody that we all kind of hyped up to certain degrees last year. For me, he was my favorite third-year breakout receiver because I like to track third-year receivers. And so can he continue to you know stay on this trajectory and, and build off the season that he had? So you're not going to draft him as a top five guy, but he's a borderline top 12 guy. And I think we'll see him come off as early as round three in the majority of drafts. Okay. And a tight end, your top five from week 10, weeks 10 through 18, Najoku, Ingram, McBride, Hawkinson, Laporta which is weird because I thought Najoku was number two and Ingram was number one, but Najoku won Ingram two, McBride, Hawkinson, Laporta. All right. So the full length show is a failure. Yeah, um, it's a failure. <laughs> uh, for me, it's McBride. Um, if, if I recall correctly uh, from the time that Zach Ertz left, so it's a little bit longer than the stretch uh, when he got hurt, <clears throat> excuse me, before he was released 14.6 PPR points per game for McBride um, from the, the time he became tight end one for the Cardinals. And that's not including only games with uh, Kyler Murray. So if you just do that and Azer stat that by comparing him in that stretch to the points per game for the season, he would be number one. 14.1 was the number one tight end for the season. It was a tie between TJ Hawkinson and Travis Kelsey. So if McBride does not get sniffing competition, which we talked a lot about, uh, the fourth overall pick in the NFL draft uh, is, is an ideal landing spot for Marvin Harrison. But also, what are they doing in free agency? Uh, McBride's going to be in the discussion to be, I think, as high as tight end one in PPR. He won't get drafted that way, but he'll be in the conversation. Uh, but certainly, as we talked on the full-length show, Tara Roberts gave her top four. I agree. Uh, McBride is in that top four along with Kelsey, Laporta, and Andrews, whatever order you have them. Uh, for me, McBride is three, and I'm very excited about him next week. Thank you very much, Jamie Eisenberg. Thank you all for watching and listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on Fantasy Football Today in 5. moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.